Now it's time for the Unnatural Palate Cleanse, where Emily and Andy bring you their own unique and offbeat tales of intrigue from around the world today. New segment time! It's a new season, so why not do new segments, right? So dead social media pages are officially dead. You didn't believe me, did you? I told you at the end of last season that's done with. No. Okay, so this isn't something we're going to do every week, but if there's something unnatural related that kind of piques our interest, we're going to talk about it in this new segment. And I found something, Emily, since we're close to Halloween. I have the 20 scariest movies according to science. Now, here's the reason. So people's heart rates were monitored while they watched uh, 40 different scary movies to determine the scariest movie of all time. And I've got the list here. I'm a little surprised. It definitely slants towards newer movies rather than some of the uh, classics. But uh, here's the top 20 quick. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I've never been more ready. Number 20, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen that one. It's the newest one. It came out this year. Um, oh, I haven't. Number 19, It, Chapter 1. The new It? Yes. I mean, it, it has some scary moments in it. Yeah. I, I like it. Um, number 18, The Original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 74. The first time I saw that, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I was Chainsaws horrified. are just inherently terrifying. They are. Uh, number 17, the original Halloween. Number 16, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Number 15, The Ring. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Seven days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so when, um, speaking of The Ring, when my friend and I watched that for the first time. Yeah. It's been right. so long since I've seen it. I, I remember this. This memory is burned forever into my brain in my little PTSD corner. And um, it was like right after you, like you watch the video, mm-hmm. the fucking phone rang. Oh, shit. It was no. my mother wondering what we wanted for dinner. Mom, this is not a good time. I'm like, Mom. Never call the house ever again. What did I do wrong? Anyway, that's my The Ring story. I didn't die. I'm here. (laughs) Uh, Number 14, A Quiet Place. Mm -hmm. Number 13, I haven't seen this. Hush. Oh, my God. That is such a good movie. Is it? Yes. Do you know what it's about? No, I have no no clue. Um, So the main girl is deaf and she um, is like staying out in the middle of nowhere in um, like a cottage cabin type thing and this man um, is just like terrorizing her okay. and she's deaf I, I, which, which there's, there's one scene in the movie that is just bone chilling like yeah it's, now do they do it from her perspective? So, like, parts of the movie, you can't even hear anything? Or, yes. Yes. Oh, that sounds like a good movie. Okay. 
yeah, I'm down to watch that. Um, it's on Netflix. Ooh, okay. I'll check it out. Uh, number 12, The Descent. Yes. Number 11, and I looked this one up. It looks really intriguing. I haven't seen this. It's from Australia. The Babadook. I think I watched it. Did you? Australia makes some good horror movies. Also on the list, number 10. I think I saw this one. I saw the original. It was great. The Conjuring 2. Was that the one with the nun? It might be the one with the nun. Yeah, I think you're right. That's the one with the nun. Uh, Number 9. I saw this in the theater. Uh, Paranormal Activity. Yeah, I remember not wanting to sleep because I was like... Because I was living in a spooky house, and I'm like, fuck, what if shit happens Like when I'm sleeping? I thought about setting up a camera. (laughs) Number eight, I haven't seen this yet. A Quiet Place Part 2. No, I haven't seen it either. Is that better than the original? Okay, I I don't know. I mean, I've heard good things about it. Well, the first one was great. Yeah, I love the first one. Um, Number seven, It Follows. From 2014. Do you remember that? I don't. I don't think I've seen that. Number six, Terrified. It came out in 2017. I thought I've watched a lot of horror movies, but apparently not. This one is on my list already. I've been told by friends it was really good. Uh, Hereditary. Hereditary. Let me look this one up. When the matriarch of the the Graham family passes away, her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry, trying to outrun the sinister fate that they have inherited. Oh, and I'm looking at some still images from this. It's got a creepy little kid in it, too. That's when you know it's going to be a good movie if it has a creepy little kid. It's got a good Rotten Tomatoes ranking. And that doesn't really happen at all with horror movies. With horror movies? I know. (laughs) Except for the Jordan Peele movies. Um, Let's see. Number four, The Conjuring. Yeah, that's up there for me. That gets the heart rate beating pretty fast. Yeah, those were spooky movies. Um, Number three, Insidious. Oh, yeah, that one was creepy. I saw that, and I remember being really freaked out. I I don't really remember the movie anymore, but it came out 11 years ago. Uh, Number two, Sinister. I think I've seen that, but I don't remember what it was do you see what I mean though they're really skewing towards the uh, newer movies on this oh Ethan Hawke's in it mm-hmm. huh. I feel like a lot of them are so and maybe it's just because I haven't seen some of them but I feel like a lot of them are very similar to one another and that's why they get kind of like jumbled up in my brain and I can't remember if I've seen them or not well the titles get I, I get confused by the titles I just don't remember them and keep in mind, this list doesn't mean the best horror movies. It's just the scariest, yeah. according to your heart rate. Um, and number one, it came out last year, kind of appropriate for the pandemic, Host. So I hadn't heard of that until I looked it up. And it's about all of these people who, like you and I are right now, are on a Zoom call. And some sort of paranormal force infects them through their computers. I was surprised it made it to number one, though, and it just recently came out. So is that going to happen to us now? Well, it hasn't happened yet. All of a sudden, the phone rings. Mom, you did it again! I told you not to call me anymore. (laughs) Interesting. Honey, that was 17 years ago. 
Okay, so I was at your place recently, and you got your yard all decked out for Halloween. It's really a fun thing to do. A lot of people really get into it, and it's funny because if you're not a person of means like myself, you kind of like add one or two things every year, and then your hope is like years from now you'll just have the coolest yard ever for Halloween. Is that what your plan is? Or Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people do that. However... I have yet to see this, but apparently it's all the rage this year, and I'm guessing there's going to be some kind of bone joke made with this, but the hot yard decoration for this year's Halloween, two inflatable skeletons having sex. <laughs> have you have you seen those? <laughs> okay, so they're all over Amazon. You can look it up right now. Why don't you look it up while I'm telling the story? I'm looking it up right Um, now. Jesus Christ. So one is sitting on the ground with his knees bent and the other is straddling him. It's not like super graphic, but it's really obvious what they're up to. I just can't imagine like driving by, like looking at somebody's. Oh, oh, wait, is are they? (laughs) What's it called? Just uh, sexy skeletons. Skeletons having sex. That's how I found them. So the entire inflatable is like five and a half feet tall and the top skeleton is kneeling. So they're oversized and it's really hard to miss. I think it must have gotten taken down because I'm not seeing it on Amazon. You can't find it? Okay, look for it. Um, it says they're on Amazon for 80 bucks. Is it kind of like this, but an inflatable? Yes. And it's from a company called Goosh. G-O-O-S-H. Of course it is. I guess people are already listing them on eBay for like twice as much, though. Well, yeah, that's probably because they got taken down from Amazon. It's like you can't. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Found it. That's so dumb. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, can you imagine if you're a kid and you're going trick or treating and you're like, wow, look at this. Mommy, what's Why are the skeletons kissing? Because, you know, children are pure. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. Basically, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. And you want to know what else? You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is really cool. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alrighty, so that was a pretty awesome and fun palate cleanser. And Andy, yeah, you and I 
watched the number one movie on that list together just the other day. We did. Uh, and apparently there might be another one. That's what I heard. There might be another host coming out soon. Yeah. What did you think of it? Did you think it was this like the scariest movie you've ever seen? Was your heart no. pounding? I mean, there were certainly moments, and I think you could agree to this, that it was, yeah, that, that uh, the movie made you squirm a little bit, and it definitely was different than almost any other movie I've ever seen. I don't know if it's the scariest movie I've ever watched before, but I, I enjoyed it. What about you? Yeah, I mean, there was plenty of jump scares and plenty of what-the-fuck moments that you can attest to based on the chat we had together while we were watching it. Um, I think kind of when things started picking up, like my heart rate was definitely going and I was like, what was that? 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 What was... It took a while to get going, but when it did, I think it paid off at the end. It went from zero to 100 and then 100 to a million in like five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely worth a watch, that's for sure. Is it the scariest movie of all time? No, but it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, it was certainly unique. I liked it. I would watch it again. Mm -hmm. But now, moving on, it's still spooky season, and we kind of put out a crowdsourcing thing asking for people to share their spooky stories, and... A fellow podcaster by the name of Ashley from Illuminati Slumber Party sent in her ghost story in recording form. So let's take a listen. So I was going to write this down and just email it to you. But being a podcast host, I can't resist an audio recording submission of any kind. So (laughs) you get my lovely voice instead. Um, So... Growing up, my father was the master storyteller. Um, Anything from funny stories to scary stories. And my mother didn't like when he told us scary stories because they were legitimately very frightening. And she always made him disclose at the end, these are not real. I'm, I'm lying. All of this is made up so that we wouldn't get freaked out. But when we got older, he started telling us, stories that he said were actually true and one of them um is the story of his haunted bed and i've told this story on our podcast the very first teaser episode we did but i i love telling it so i'll tell it again so i 100 percent believe my father when he says that this was an actual event that happened um he went to his grave swearing that it was true And he had no reason to lie to us because, you know, his fake stories were horrifying. So we knew that he didn't he didn't have to lie to us to convince us that a story was scary. So this is an absolutely, according to him, an absolutely true account of his legitimate haunting. Um, After he got out of the army, when he left the Vietnam War, Uh, He came back to the States. He came to Oregon, where we live now. And he didn't have a whole lot of money. He had his GI Bill, which afforded him being able to buy a house. Um, I know, right? 70s are crazy. 
So he gets out, he gets his house, and then after he gets situated, he realizes, oh shit, I don't have any furniture. So he hits up his friends and he's like, hey, does anybody know anyone that's getting rid of any cheap furniture, anything for free? Uh, I'm not really picky. I just need to put stuff in my house. There's nothing there. So his friend is like, hey, I actually do. I know this guy who just inherited a house uh, from a dead relative and he wants to sell the house. He has no attachment to the property at all or anything inside of it. He wants to sell the house, but he needs to purge it first. So come by. Most of everything he's giving away, some things he's selling for really cheap, but it's a good opportunity for you to furnish your house on, you know, a low budget. So dad goes over there. Mostly everything's been picked through at this point, but he gets upstairs and he sees that there is a beautiful bedroom set. There's a, a king size bed, a dresser, nightstands, everything. So he's like, how much for all this stuff? And why hasn't anybody else taken it? This, this set is beautiful. It's like there's still plastic on the mattress. And he's like, oh, because it's too heavy, nobody wanted to move it. So dad makes an arrangement and basically pays his friend for the furniture and to move it over to the house. Again, the friend that's selling the stuff doesn't really care. He just wants everything out because the house itself is worth like $500,000 or something crazy like that. I don't know. It was the 70s. Probably $500,000 in today's money. Um, so he gets the bed set to his house. It's his first night sleeping in his new town home. Uh, he's all excited. He's going around. He's locking all the doors and the windows, turning off all the lights. He goes upstairs. He has hardwood floors, mind you. So everything is hardwood. His stairs are hardwood, okay? He gets into bed. He's got his end table light on, and he's reading a newspaper or a book or something, and he's getting ready to put it down and go to sleep. And he hears a creaking coming up the stairs, right? Like somebody's stepping up the stairs and his bedroom door is open and he could see the top of the stairs from his hallway or sorry from his bed the, you know the, the hallway and he doesn't see anybody but he kind of sits up and he looks around and he still hears footsteps but he doesn't see anyone so he lays back down tries to ignore it and then he says he felt a pressure at the end of the bed so like somebody was crawling up his bed and he said it felt like somebody was climbing up my body on top of me I felt knees I felt elbows I felt indentations in the mattress pressure there was things moving and so he <laughs> so he freaks out and he tries to get up he can't get up for about 10 seconds and then he finally gets up and he's looking around, he doesn't see anything. So he goes downstairs and sleeps on the living room floor because he's so scared of this bed, right? He, he, just, he feels like it's the bed. Gets downstairs, goes to bed. Okay, next morning, his friend that arranged for him to get this furniture shows up and he's like, hey, you know, why are you sleeping on the floor? You just got this kick-ass bedroom set. What are you doing? So dad tells him what happens and, and he sees his friend's expression change and it's almost like he's guilty like he was leaving something out and my dad was like do you know something about this bed like tell me the truth does somebody die in that bed because I, I legitimately feel like it's haunted I just get this vibe and Daryl's like well not exactly but this this is what happened I wasn't entirely honest with you about the circumstances about that estate sale um my friend didn't inherit that house that was his house 
But what happened was he was living in that house with his wife and his wife and him were not happy. They basically decided that they were going to divorce. They didn't have any kids or anything, but she couldn't afford to live by herself. So he said, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to take the downstairs and I'm going to take the basement. The whole top floor is yours. You can have that up there. We'll make you a little kitchenette. We're going to live separately because you can't afford to live by yourself. So we'll just be civil. You can date whoever you want. I'll date whoever I want. We're not gonna be married. We're just gonna be roommates. So they made a deal, right? Well, one day she came home and she was upset about something and they got into an argument and he was just over it. He was done with her. So he shot her. He shot her, he killed her. Um, not only did he murder her, but he took her body out into the backyard and he buried her in a very shallow ditch and covered her with firewood. And her family was like writing to, to her and like asking, you know, where she went. They'd call and they'd be like, where is so-and-so? Why isn't she responding to our letters, our calls? We want to come visit her. And he was like, oh, she left me. She packed all her shit and she left. I don't know where she is. She said she was coming to your guys' house, so if she didn't go there, then I don't know where she is, right? So they eventually find her, and they, they know that he did it, and he goes to prison. So that's why he was selling all the stuff, because he needed money for, you know, lawyer fees and, and to have money in prison and to have money when he got out, because he was only sentenced to, like, 20 years or whatever. So... That's why he was selling all this stuff in that house. So it wasn't a dead relative. It was a murder woman who, that was her bed, right? So, and that's what the friend was explaining. I think his name was Daryl. So Daryl was explaining, I know that she cherished that bedroom set, right? Because that was the only thing in the house that was actually hers. So my dad told him you need to get all this shit out of my house right now so he, he takes the bed back he doesn't even ask for his money back he's like just get it out of my house and then after that he never had another encounter with any of the spirits and my dad thought you know he he said I feel like I never felt threatened by this presence right it was just an otherworldly presence but it wasn't menacing it didn't want to harm me I never felt like it wanted to it wanted to hurt me um, he's like, I think this was the spirit of this woman thinking I was her husband and that I was coming to her bed to try to make amends, right? To make peace with each other. And in a way it's kind of sweet. I mean, it's, it's terrifying. It's like, fuck no, you're a ghost, <laughs> whatever, leave me alone. But it's also kind of sweet, you know, to have this woman who, you know, in the heat of the moment lost her life apparently at one point really loved her husband, hated the fact that they didn't want to be together anymore. And so that's what, that's what my dad thought. I, you know, she was trying to come to me to make amends thinking I was her husband, but sadly I was not. And that's all she wanted was the comfort of her, her lover who, who unfortunately killed her, you know, and she's dead. She doesn't know what happened. She doesn't know what's going on. So wherever that spirit is now, I hope they made peace with being dead. I hope that bed was either destroyed or went to somewhere that somebody would cherish it. I, I hope for probably for the best that it was just destroyed, but that's the story of my dad's haunted bed. Um, I love this story. I cherish this story. It's one of the big ones that I remember. My dad is now passed as well. And so 
I, I keep this story close and I love sharing it with people. So I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Bye-bye. So I got to say, Emily, I hope that that bed is destroyed, like she said, because if that bed has like passed on from person to person to person and it's just haunting people over the years, that would be crazy as hell. Yeah. Um, what's the name of those like paranormal investigator people that are kind of based on like The Conjuring? What are their names? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Someone somewhere is screaming the names right now because we can't think of it. But anyway, I hope either, yes, it was destroyed. And if it wasn't, those people are the ones who were able to get a hold of this stuff. But also, one thing that we can take away from this is probably just don't buy used um, bed frames and dressers and Uh bedroom furniture because it might be haunted is that why i've been getting the creeps for like the last two months since i bought this new bed i don't know did you buy it new or did you buy it from like a strange man it it was a fairly strange man okay well Uh maybe i have the bed oh no wouldn't that be something it'll make for a good podcast it will but i'll be down one co-host when you're dead Well, thanks, Ashley. We appreciate that. That was an awesome story. Yeah, we will also put a link to their podcast stuff in the description of this episode because um, when this email was sent in, I did take a listen to her podcast and it's really entertaining. Yeah, she sounds like uh, she's a good storyteller. So look forward to hearing that. And also... Look forward to folks catching up with us on our socials. And I know what those are. They uh, <laughs> find us on Twitter, <laughs> Unnatural the Pod. Come see us on Instagram, Unnatural the Podcast. We also have a Facebook page, which now has the added feature of a podcast player that is Unnatural, a true crime podcast. If you have any fun stories that you would like to hear us read, um, send us a Gmail to unnaturalthepodcast at gmail.com. And if you would be so inclined, we do have a Patreon page available. That is patreon.com slash unnaturalthepod. And as always, be sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and share us with your friends. When we enter your ear holes Next week, we will be discussing the case of Ellen Greenberg. Ooh. And there's some new developments in that because we just we just heard about that. So that'll be that'll be interesting to uh, kind of catch folks up on what's happening with that case. Yeah, for sure. Because I think I texted you and I was like, look, 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 look. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think that's what you said. Oh, my God. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Make good choices. Don't get got. Bye.
was so pure when I was a kid. Um, I thought babies came out of the belly button. Same. I didn't even realize that that wasn't a thing until like two years ago. Shut up. See, this is why you're single, because you just make yourself sound like an idiot. I knew, I knew. It's <laughs> probably why I'm single, too. You know what? I'm okay with that, because I just ordered these skeletons online, and I think it's... <laughs> Shut up, Andy. <laughs>